One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. This is the Best Hang Podcast featuring Max Kerman, Shane Cunningham, and I am Mike Bierman. Welcome to the Best Hang. Hang podcast. We got Max. We got Shane. I am Mike. It's a huge week. Uh, by the time you hear this, uh, we'll be very close to uh, the extremely exciting, very large uh, rally in downtown Hamilton, Ontario. Max, how many people are going to be at this thing? I don't know. 25,000, 30,000. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what it gets to. Max is sounding wow. like the best hang over. <laughs> no, no, I'm not even honestly, guys. I'm just so fucking tired. Um, mm. I mean, we had a we had a big week in Montreal, and we can get to that in a second. But just like I know everybody's feeling it right now, so I don't want to sound like I'm complaining. But it is just a staggering amount of shit that needs to get done around the show. And honestly, the show isn't even the hard part. The show, I'm just like, oh yeah, that thing. That's that's easy. The thing that actually takes a lot of work is. You know, we're launching this basketball court, which we can talk about. We're launching the rally market again, which you'll be a part of. We're doing the bike ride, uh, the coordinating, you know, just every, you know, I was on the phone with our sound guy this morning. I'm like, okay, we, I want the, the playlist after Mount Joy plays and before Arkell's plays to be like a bumping party playlist, but I don't want it to be like full versions of the song. Cause you know, if you play like higher love by Steve Winwood, the first minute is just like, you know, instrumental, <laughs> like sort of meandering music. I'm like, no, it needs to be like the best two minutes of the biggest party bangers ever to get everybody pumped up. Anyway, that's just a thought I had and work I am choosing to make up for myself that requires mm-hmm. a conversation and some level of thought. And okay, who's the person that can figure this out? Who's the person that could do it? Okay, our sound guy can't do it. Okay, I'll call Tony. Anyway, so it's just like a thousand versions of that. So it's just been a very, very uh, in, intense time. But I know for you guys, it's been, uh, you guys are equally crazy right now at work. Any, anything fun or interesting of note that is worth discussing? Or do you not want to talk about it? Disgusting. <laughs> disgusting, I mean. Yeah, disgusting. Yeah. Yeah. Well, one of, one of your guys, I think Corey's one of your guys, right? He's working mm. on the rally stuff. Yeah, one of our videographers. Yeah, yeah, he's been contacting me 
for to, ah. to do some stuff. And then all of okay. a sudden I'm getting the <laughs> question about my NBA Jam arcade machine. Ah. And he he wants to borrow it, but he can't say for what, but it might be for the rally. And can I talk about this? I don't even know what you're talking about. This, oh, this is exciting. I, oh, I thought it was for you. Do you, you no, don't need an arcade machine for the this. rally? No, but now that you got, now, I don't know what's going on. Now maybe that's a stage prop, though. Maybe we integrate it into the yeah, show somehow. But he's like, if I could just borrow it, or if I could pay you for it, I'm like, yeah, sure, I'm I'm around. And he's like, sweet, I'll come pick it up on this date. But it's one of those things where the money's offered and the borrow offer is there, and then you agree <laughs> to it, and then the money offer just kind of goes away, and then it's the borrow <laughs> offer takes the forefront. I don't know. I'm nervous about it because I don't think he knows. That I'm not just cool with lending someone my uh, NBA jam. But I was wondering if you could like tell me what's going to happen. But you I, don't even I seem to know. I honestly don't know what Corey is up to. Corey does a lot of our live videos. Mm-hmm. Basically all of our live videos that you've ever seen on YouTube. He's the person and his team is responsible for it. But yeah, I don't know what he's, what he's up to. That's a funny thought though. There are some people that you just feel very comfortable asking, you know, anything for it. It's like, hey, I need to mm-hmm. sleep on your couch right now. Or, hey, I need to borrow this thing. And there's other people who you're kind of afraid to ask because it's like people are particular about your their stuff, you know. Um, are you this way specifically with NBA Jam only, or are you do you think you're like this? You're sort of particular and precious about your own personal items in general. I'm more particular and precious if someone says money could be on the table or not, <laughs> and then the person agrees. Like if I was, I've done that offer plenty of time. It's a great way to show that you care for the person's object and you're willing to offer money. So if the person says yes, as a courtesy, even though I know they're probably saying you can borrow it free of charge, I'll say, oh, how much is that? This is great. Just to throw out the fake offer that, hey, I remember I said money could be on the table. So I'm more precious about that than the actual thing itself. Because Mm -hmm. to me, if the person does that courtesy offer, it shows that they're extra caring and they will care for the NBA jam machine. Mm. So it's more like the person who like if you're having a kid, if you want to buy all these baby books and how to be a good dad or parent, it's more important than actually buying the baby books. It just shows you're that type of person. (laughs) You know what I mean? You don't have to read the book. No, it's just wanting the book or going out and buying the book shows that you care. And this guy (laughs) tipped me off that maybe he's going to damage the the unit. And also, I don't know how he's going to get the unit up the stairs. Because that was Alex assembled that in the basement. Mm. So she took all the parts down one by one and assembled it. So I don't know if I can lift it up the stairs, if he has any help or workers. It's all very mysterious. He's and he's got me doing like um, some acting work, like I'm I'm doing like self tapes (laughs) for like lights and stuff. So it's he's got a lot of energy that I don't have. <laughs> and it's all over text too. So I don't know how to text with him. It's it's this whole thing that I don't know what to do. It feels like it feels like it's stressing you out. It feels I I know how busy your schedule is right now. Is this just mm-hmm. another thing that now is like is stressing you out? Yeah, because it's if I say no to this, it's going to seem like I'm only saying no because he's not paying me, but it's really because I'm busy. So now I'm doing it in spite of everything. Yeah. How's it going with you, Mike? Oh, I'm great. I'm good. I'm good. Busy. Like Max said, Mm -hmm. everybody has like 10 things. I I think I was saying in the text group the other day, like 
Stuff was, I, I actually thought the rally, I didn't think it was last weekend, but in my brain, I'd like been like, oh, this is coming up in a few days. And then Ash was like, no, 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 it's the following. I was like, I actually knew that. I was like, but I'm so like focused on the fir- the thing that's in front of me. I do. And then I check it off a list mm-hmm. and I move to the next thing on the list. And mm-hmm. when you get into, yeah, when you get into like work mode like that, you sort of can't really look too far ahead on the chessboard. You just kind of have to do the move that's in front of you. But um, other than that, it's been good. It's been. How was Father's Day for you too? Oh, Lovely, it was good. Yeah, yeah, man, it was great. Uh, Shane, I liked your post about uh, the report card you, uh, about things that your daddy. Uh, I'm assuming um, which one? Lucy may, uh, had to answer a questionnaire. Yeah, she um, doesn't know a lot about me. It was kind of disappointing. <laughs> <laughs> she thinks I'm 49 years old. She thinks my favorite sport is hockey. I don't even know how to ice skate. I've never mentioned hockey once. I'm always talking about basketball with her. And she said, like, she mentioned that I like tickling her like three times on that thing. And it made me feel like I'm going to be on a watch list or something. Like, it was really weird. So, yeah. uh, Yeah, I think maybe when when she's five, she'll understand my age and who I am a little bit more. But right now, I just think she doesn't really know me that well. Yeah, now, Mike. How was how was your Father's Day? Winona do anything nice for you? So much. Yeah, she made me like seven cards <laughs> with like stickers seven? and all that. Yeah, what? Yeah, you know, she she only has to do one, right? I, she just know that. Well, I mean, maybe if her love is measured in cards, I'll take it. But uh-huh. uh, or maybe she just wanted to distract herself with crafts that day. Does she make but them no, like a book? No, she mm. like Dan has so many different cards, like thank you cards, Dan. You know, like stuff that because Dan's always sending cards because she's a thoughtful person. So she'll have boxes. So when Win gets into it, it's like. Two of my cards were like random thank you cards. One of them was like a congrats on the baby card. One of them was actually the Father's Day card. You know what I mean? Just like mm-hmm. sort of blank cards that she she puts stickers and then she sticks them in the envelope and all that stuff and and just was oh also one of the cards had American money in it and I was like where did you get this money and she was like your drawer and I was like oh thank you for my own American money back. <laughs> Uh, but then I didn't know I had American money and Dan was like no that was my American money. Anyway, long story long, she also did the. Uh, <laughs> that questionnaire, a version of it in my card where she, she thought I was in my sixties. Uh, she might, her, my, her dad's favorite food was spicy. She actually did know me pretty well. So like, I actually felt well, yeah, good well, yeah, other what, than what her not the, calcul- getting the age right. Well, yeah. What were the other questions? Remind uh, the listeners that they didn't see this questionnaire. Yeah. What was Shane's? I don't know. Yeah, I, I can look at, I can pull it card. up and look yeah, right Shane's now. Got okay. it, it was, my it was dad is 49 years old. My dad's favorite thing to do is play soccer with me. That's not my favorite thing. Dad's favorite sport <laughs> is hockey. My dad's favorite food is cake. I like it, but I would say my favorite food is fatty chicken wings. Yeah. Max, come on. <laughs> I think more than people don't want us talking about working out. They don't want names like that being thrown around. Max. I'm just joking. <laughs> I <obviously>. know. <laughs> uh, oh, she said my dad is really great at making movies. That's kind of. Mm, that's cool. That's that cool is cool. Compliment. That, made, that warmed my heart when I saw that. That's cool. I love it when my dad says silly things. So she's saying I'm kind of a funny guy. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. I know my dad loves me because he tickles me. And I love my dad because he gives me hugs. That's cute. That's oh, nice. my dad is funny because he tickles me. I think I'm funny mm. because I say silly things. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> um, I've got a question for you, Mike. Has. Danica ever taken out the trash? <laughs> That's funny. You're <laughs> not trying to be like the Al Bundy group, like yeah. no ma'am yeah. or something. <laughs> um, she did it this morning. She did. Yeah, I was is that as a baby. Father's Day thing? Like she's doing a chore. You know, she, that's one of her chores that she does. 
no, we basically like trash is sort of my domain. Like I'll take like the recycling out. Mm-hmm. I'll do the kitty litter. I'll do like the trash. I just basically do it all. I empty our recycle. I'd kind of take care of all that. But on, there are mornings where like, if I'm with Wynn like super early and I didn't put it out the night before, she'll just do it. Like she'll take it apart. So I had the baby this morning and the baby was kind of napping on me and I was kind of sleeping with the baby. And then she just, she had it all out. So it's like, almost like it's mine. But if like she, and sometimes she'll do it in the evening, just like kind of nicely, but yeah. Mm. So it's like, it's like anything we have our defined kind of shit we do, but the other person will sometimes just do it if they're free and available. So she ended up doing it this morning, but only cause I had the baby, not as like a father's day gift or anything like that. All oh, right. Cause you saw the move Alex did with me, yeah. <laughs> but that was a real thing. People thought I was joking around. So Alex said, she's going to take the garbage out for me for like a father's day. Like I'm getting pampered all day and she's going to do everything that I normally do. And all she did was take the garbage out of the kitchen garbage and put it on the ground beside it. So she didn't take it outside and put it in the outside bin. And she wasn't organized it. It wasn't like a funny thing. She actually thought she was doing a good thing. And I was just wondering house chores, how it actually works in other households. So I'm a dish garbage guy. Well, I spent Father's Day partying in Montreal. Oh, I got questions about this, by the way, because our good friend. <laughs> so, okay. So, yeah, like I, I saw you guys on the gram. You know, it seems like you and a whole crew have gone down to Montreal. Uh, and I'm like, oh, yeah. look, at okay. There's like, yeah, no, they don't got kids. They don't got kids. Yeah, oh, it's nice to party. Oh, I remember when I used to party and just go away for a weekend randomly. Oh, that's so fun. I don't even care about cars or racing, but that would be fun to be like, Sean Dawson. <laughs> What? I'm, I'm like, and I'm uh, Sean Dawson. So our good friend, we've talked about on this podcast before. I'm like, Sean Dawson is weirdly in Montreal. He is also a father mm-hmm. of two kids. Mm-hmm. Break down how Sean Dawson managed to get his ass to Montreal for this, this racing event. Well, these things are kind of tied together, actually. And it's funny. I, I know what you're saying. And I like the, um, the Father's Day post that you see on Instagram, you know, because I, I feel like a lot of the fathers that, that are in my feed are like in the doghouse all the time or just like it's <laughs> shit is just fucking hard right it's just like new parents it's just like oh fuck this is a nightmare and so to see the fathers acknowledged uh, for doing a good job makes makes me happy um but yeah there's a group of uh of champagne boys uh a small subsect called uh that are belong to a group called doghouse automotive <laughs> the car boys the car boys uh is otherwise known and uh they're made up of a few guys mike d is one of them but yep. sean is involved i think jay kelly's involved mm-hmm. and uh they, they call doghouse about automotives because they spend a lot of time thinking about their cars they love car culture they love motors motorsports and um we had this opportunity okay well actually here's the real start so basically i hear from <laughs> yeah just tell us the truth max <laughs> we can cut it out if it's too good <laughs> Well, well, I heard uh, from from the nut and our other friend Brent that they're going to F1 in Montreal. And typically I would fucking have zero interest in in F1. Right. Because like, you know how I deal with loud cars and and like loud mufflers. I saw an interview. You don't like them. Loud cars, except for F1. You said you like except for F1. And even (laughs) two years ago, I don't think I would have cared about F1. But because of the Netflix show and people that I respect starting to like F1, I'm like, maybe I should get F1 another chance. It's hot right now. Do they sell shirts at that event? That's like F1. F. Yeah. (laughs) No, I got to say the merch culture is very interesting. It's like I don't understand F1 like merch culture. It feels like very European and very tacky. But again, Mm. because cool kids are into it. I'm like, if Mike D thinks it's aesthetically good, it must be good because Mike D generally has a status symbol to go to this F1 thing now. Oh, Mm -hmm. absolutely. No, but here's the thing. I think it always has been in Europe, but more recently in North America, it's become even more that. 
Um, so yeah, the nut and Brent say they're going up and I was like, I kind of want to go up. This seems kind of fun. So, uh, we have this new song coming this week. By the time the podcast comes out, it could be out. And I, I'm going to talk to you about it. Uh, and I want your opinion on the song. I just listened to it. Okay. And, um, part of it is in French, uh, Kurt de Pirat, Beatrice Martin, uh, mm-hmm. sings with me in French in the first verse. I was like, wouldn't it be cool if we were in Montreal a few days before the song drops in real life and we played it like at a club because I'm seeing, you know, on Instagram, sorry, on TikTok. I don't know what your algorithm looks like, but I seem to get a bunch of like DJ feeds. I'm like, this looks like a pretty awesome gig to be a DJ. Like, it's really fun. It looks kind of fucking easy, to be honest. And it's just like, <laughs> let's go. Like, let's just like stand there, look like a cool guy. Wait, did you play the song? A, a DJ gig in Montreal? Is this what you're saying? That's what we did. With so one we, song? Uh, we, we reached out to. Thank you very much. Uh, yeah, I'm out. We re- so 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 the nut was going as a guest of Patron. I was like, if Patron's taking the nut, Patron should fucking hook up Arkells and give us a DJ set. And that's exactly what happened. So wow. we um we this is like a week and a half ago. We uh, we reached out and they're like very excited. They're like, oh, we can like debut this new Arkell song at our at our party in Montreal for F1. I was like, yeah, we can do that. <laughs> this seems like we should be in the market. We should. It's a French song. We want to have a little bit more presence there. So um, they, as part of the deal, they, you know, they, they got us up there and they gave us uh, passes to F1. And by the way, I have, you know, when you see those assholes um, in the like front row at a Raptors game and you're like, why the fuck are those assholes in the front? They do not care about basketball. They don't know anything about basketball. Yeah. They somehow have the best seats in the house, but they're, but they're completely undeserving of those seats. That is Max at an F1 event. Um, the um, They hooked us up with, um, and again, I have no context for anything. So we're on the phone. We're talking to our, to our friend who's organizing all this. Awesome dude. Very accommodating. I was like, yeah, I probably need, I don't know, 12 tickets to the race. And uh, we need, you know, probably 10 hotel rooms. I'm just like saying stuff. <laughs> meanwhile, <laughs> meanwhile, there's not a single room left in Montreal. There's like the city is completely booked. Like the cheapest room you can get is like fucking $4,000 a night tickets. Like the the type of tickets that like, again, I have no context for anything. Whenever I see these races, I just see, you know, the grandstand. I'm like, how, how expensive could anybody sitting in the grandstand be? But because it's an official event and Patron's an official sponsor, like the tickets they have access to are not grandstand seats. They start at like five or $10,000. Wow. (laughs) So so then I get a call back from the nut like an hour after the phone call. And he's like, yo, Max, do you have any clue what you're asking for? Right now? <laughs> I'm like, Short answer. Well, it's no. a problem. <laughs> yeah. um, and uh, anyway, so I, I, they clarify the situation. I'm like, okay, if we can get a few paths, whatever you can do, we just want to be in Montreal. It'll be really fun. And, and also it's just like, I think, for our cows, the, the, the main thing should be said. It's like we're, tr- we're always trying new things. It's it, it, like the song itself is is a new experiment. Um, you know, going to F1 is not something typically like in our wheelhouse, but like Mike. Oh, I should say the main reason that we reached out is that Mike D has been working so, so, so hard uh, in all things Arkell's world, designing all the merch for uh, the rally, designing the album cover let alone playing is like he's doing it. He's involved in designing the basketball court. He's been working really hard. He loves, loves, loves F1. We're like, oh, if we can get Mike up there, that'd be so fun. So um, we got four passes. So manager Ash, myself, and then Mike D could bring a friend. 
and mm. and he was like, I think Sean would be doghouse automotive. I think he'd be the guy I want to bring. <laughs> so then Sean got to come. And uh, so they came up on Saturday and like they it was like uh, the best it was like kid, a kid on Christmas. They literally woke up on Sunday morning at like 6.30 a.m. Like, I think we should go to the race right now. Like the race didn't start till 2 p.m. in the afternoon. Like, you know, we just want to go. I think we just want to go and take it in. And I was like, uh, I'll see you closer to 2 o'clock when the, the race starts at 2. Like, why is anybody going literally at 9.30 a.m.? They're like, no, no, stuff's going on. I'm like, I'll see you there. So I missed a bunch of stuff. They end up meeting Pascal Siakam. They end up going on the track like taking a ride around the track in one of the vehicles, not the actual cars, but some other thing. And they were literally, and, and have you guys ever heard of the paddock before? No. Have you heard of this? What is that? Mm -hmm. The paddock is like the, the area directly above um, the, like the starting uh, place and where all the, the, the tires get changed and stuff like that. It's like the, the center of the race. And it's like this sort of like VIP area looking down uh, on all the drivers and their team. So it's like the best view in the house. And so, yeah, that's where our seats were. And Sean and Mike were just like kind of in disbelief the entire time and taking a million photos and eating lobster and, you know, the steak and the whole thing. It was, yeah, it was a pretty, pretty unreal experience. And uh, that's, that's how Sean got, Sean got his, the, the blessings. And that was probably the best Father's Day gift anybody could have gotten. He didn't oh, get, um, a post, a Father's Day post from his wife. <laughs> and I've been internet sleuthing, like while you were talking, I was paying attention, but I was also going through Instagram to see if she had previously gave him posts and she had. So she, this year, oh, she, has. she has in the past. She didn't this year. Oh, so, so you say blessing, <laughs> but it might've been a, a passive aggressive blessing. <laughs> I do love though. I do love like, cause we've had like, you know, obviously anyone listens to podcast knows how much we care about basketball and having those kinds of experiences when you are that um, excited about an exclusive event and you get this mm -hmm. sort of like, cause like you said, th that sort of like unique access is almost always wasted on people with money who don't really give a shit, aren't connected in ways that maybe people that, that, that are bigger fans people are like Max. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it's usually exactly. wasted on. Exactly. <laughs> That's exactly. <laughs> Who I'm describing. Um, would you, is then that night you guys DJ'd? No, so we DJ'd on the Saturday night. Oh, so and shout, the shout out to Patron. Yeah. Uh, they took super good care of us. They had this party. Uh, it was sort of like a Tulum inspired beachy thing. It's going to be in Toronto in a couple weeks. And um, yeah, they took care of us. We, we DJ'd the song. We played one song and that was it. And then that's it. Oh, you're, you're, you're yeah. burying the lead. This is your big new single that you got coming out. Tell us, this is a good segue. Tell us about the signal and tell us about how it went when you spun it in the club. Yeah. So um, the song is called Dance With You. And I found myself listening to a lot of French music in the pandemic. And by the way, whenever I say that, I sound like a douchebag. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I've been listening to a lot of French music, <laughs> you know, the, the classics. You were listening to Daft yeah. Punk probably for a week. <laughs> <laughs> no, but also like French. Uh, yeah, Phoenix. This, is also, this, this also sounds terrible. French folk music from the 60s and 70s. Are you familiar with Serge Gainsbourg? Yeah, of course. <laughs> That's the one guy. Name another one. The one guy. And and other artists on his like uh, <laughs> on his playlist. Spotify playlist. Yeah, okay. Yeah. 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 All, I know about, all I know about like old French music is there's that episode of uh, Mad Men where Don and Megan, his young wife, are like married and it's his birthday and she decides to sing Zuby Zuby Zoo uh, mm -hmm. in front of all of his coworkers and he he's mortified and he wants to die and she thinks it's like this big like sexy I'm gonna flirt with you while I'm singing in our like fancy New York apartment and Don the whole time is like 
this is a nightmare. Get me the fuck out of here. But the song <laughs> sticks. Every zooby zooby zoo. Yeah, that's yeah, literally my only. It's popular reference on TikTok. It was for a little oh, bit. Oh, is it? Yeah, it, it came oh, back. Is it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ah. So um, yeah, so we listen to a lot of French music, um, but also as you say, like French electronic music too. Like you know, Phoenix, you know, uh, Daft Punk. There's like you know, you go down the Spotify rabbit hole, and there's just like so much good shit. So I was like, oh, it would be really fun to have a song that's like partially in French that sort of just kind of gives you that energy of like being in a nightclub at one in the morning. Like that's, you know, when I, we, you know, especially when we're working with um, our producers, uh, Tom and Ryan, and 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 on the, the new album and on Blink Once, they were very much a part of like the, the writing and the creative process. And yeah, this, it was that kind of conversation as a starting place. There's also uh, Torio Moi. T-O-R-O-Y and then M-O-I. He has a song that I really like. And so you're just kind of playing different stuff and you're just trying to go for just a kind of a particular mood. Mm-hmm. Um, so we started working on the song and I was like, oh yeah, this kind of feels like it kind of starts with like a flamenco kind of sounding guitar. And then like it has that kind of kick drum that sounds like it could be in a nightclub. And then once the production takes off, it's like full on dance party. So... Um, we left the first verse sort of empty because I was like, it would be cool if we actually, if I sang in French. So I reached out to Beatrice Martin, who goes by Cœur de Pirat, and she wrote the first verse and I had to sing it. And singing in, like, I cannot speak French. I think my accent work is very, very bad. Um, and it took me like a very, very, very long time to get anything that sort of resembles like I may be fluent in French. Um, and I've shown it to people in, in Quebec and I'm like, how, how did I do? How's it sound? They're like, it's, it's good. It's okay. It's, I can't, I can't totally understand some parts, but, uh, but then, uh, you do not sound like a French guy. I will say that I did listen to the song. No, no. <laughs> they're French words, but you don't sound like a French guy. It's uh, like, well, come on, the pill too. <laughs> well, we're going to, we're going to let the people of France decide. It's that, a good okay? song. Yes. I'm not taking anything away from the song. I don't want people to think I'm being an asshole. It's just, it was, and I know you too. So I'm listening extra close. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh, this but is Max like, saying French words. If BTS can sing in English poorly, then Max yeah. can sing in French poorly. You, like, and, and so you said the people of France can make a decision on your verses, Max. Yeah. yeah. But what about the people of French Canada? Well, they can, they can, they can have, they can say something. They too. have a harsher French accent too. So yeah. you might let it slide a little bit more with them. That's right. They don't sound we'll as good. They're French. No, that, that's sort of their reputation. But I think Beatrice sounds, I think she's quite big in France. Mm. So I think her style of French singing, I think is more France like than Quebecois like. Very I think. cool. Um, but okay. So the other thing, which is kind of, so uh, she's on the song, but also Allie and AJ sing the hook. Um, are you familiar with Allie and AJ? I prefer the earlier works, but no, no, I, I'm not. <laughs> so it's really interesting. So Ali and AJ are friends of our producer, Ryan. And we were like, and we wanted some female vocals on the song. And he's like, let's bring Ali and AJ by. And like, I've heard the name and our, our friend who's a booking agent books them. But I wasn't like too, too familiar with their career. Uh, but if you ask, sort of generalizing here, but if you ask a female between the age of, 24 and 33, 34. I'm like, do you know who Allie and AJ is? They go, of course we know who Allie and AJ is. Because they were big Disney stars, sort of, I think, in the same mm-hmm. era of like the Jonas Brothers and stuff. So they have a full-on music career. They just did Kimmel. 
They did Governor's Ball. Uh, they're doing all the festivals. They their shows have been sold out across the board, and it's just been Wait, really. I'm awesome. calling a female right now. I want to see if this works. Hi, this okay. Is oh, damn it! That's my wife. <laughs> I went right to her voicemail. <laughs> I wanted to see if it would work because she's 32. Okay, call her again. See if she'll pick up. She's at, she's teaching. I think today. Let's see. To say, babe, it's urgent. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's emergency. Emergency. Hi, this is Alex Lamparski. Damn, uh, shit. No, still uh, with the maiden name there. I'll tell you, one person who's a fan of them, we had lunch with uh, amazing director Mark Myers, and we were just mm. chopping it up about what we've all been working on lately. And he mentioned flying out uh, uh, to shoot some stuff with them. Are we allowed to talk about the fact yeah, that yeah, 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 you did a video? Yeah. And he said mm-hmm. that they were they were amazing. They were like, he was like, it's so interesting. He's like even directing them because they're so... Um, they perform with no, you know, there's no inhibitions. They just sort mm-hmm. of like perform so naturally and awesomely. And he just said it was, uh, it, they were awesome to direct. Yeah. We're, I'm really excited about the song. You know, um, I find as I get older, I'm just listening to more and more different styles of music. And, and sometimes like, because I'm like sort of delusional, I go, yeah, Arkells can absolutely have a song that sounds nothing like Arkells or like, oh yeah, I can absolutely like be a DJ, you know, like, you know, cause I kind of have like blind confidence when it comes to stuff. That's all you need. But yeah, but I think, um, this song began, it'll be interesting because I think like Arkells fans like go to Arkells for like a particular genre or mood of music. And I think this is slightly outside of our world. And I think, the audience for that kind, this kind of music is like maybe slightly wider than a typical like indie rock loving person. So I'm, I'm optimistic and excited for other people, for people to hear it because I think you could like play it in different places. And I think like when you, when I look around and see where people are listening to music and how people listen to music, like you don't want to be screaming, Oh, the boss is coming more than like in a few instances in the day, but yeah. there's like acoustic music and there's a dance music that you can kind of play in lots of different settings, whether you're working out or whether you're getting ready to go to the bar or whatever it is. And, um, specifically with like kind of more dancey music. What's a setting and, uh, you don't want to scream. Oh, the boss is coming. <laughs> most settings <laughs> right. <laughs> well yeah, in the um, bedroom but that's the obvious I joke did. right we, we gotta, I know let's not be I yeah. just I just converted oh the boss is coming to French and it's oh le patron is coming hey it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith co-star of my upcoming film If only in theaters May 17th do you want to tell people the big news all right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. But I wanted to get your thoughts on the song because I sent you, you sent you guys the song uh, half an hour before we started recording here. And uh, sometimes when I do stuff, I immediately just think of the jokes Shane would make about it or about me. I have no uh, jokes. I was laughing though when I heard you speaking French just because I know you. So I'm laughing, <laughs> but I'm bobbing my head and I'm getting into it. And it reminded me a little bit of that era where it was, um, da, 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 da. you know, that D-A-N-C-E song? Oh, was, no, totally. Yeah. It had yeah, that uh, type justice. of, it reminded yeah. me of my younger days when that, type mm. of thing was really popular. So I did like it. I'm not the audience for it, but I liked it and I thought it was good. Mm. And it gave me a little chuckle with the French. So it, it checked off a couple things that were nice. good. Okay. What about Thank you, Mike? I, uh, you will, Max didn't give us any preamble. He just said, listen to this. We're going to talk about it. It's a new single. I'm excited or whatever. And so I started listening to it and it's like, okay, I'm like digging the vibe. And then he started singing and I was like, <laughs> Oh, he, he sent us like the French version. He must be putting a version out in Quebec. I'm like, is this labeled French version? I'm like, or is he actually doing, is he going for it? And then I'm listening and I'm like, <laughs> he's going for it. And I'm smiling because I know you. And I'm like, the confidence this fucking guy has, it, it never ceases to amaze me ever. I'm like, honestly, I'm like, I'm like, I, I, I respect it. I, I'm in awe. And so you do, you close up the whole verse then the chorus comes around. It's, you know, it's a banger. It's great. And then you, you do English on the second verse. I was wondering yeah. if that, if you were going to do that. And then I was like, okay, that's what they're going for. I think it's cool. Yeah. I, like, I don't know. I think, I think one of the things that is, you know, you've talked about this a lot is it's like, you're always trying new things. And I think that, you know, <laughs> what can sound weird can sound super cool. You know what I mean? Even a couple weeks later or whatever. Mm -hmm. But my question is, yeah. So I think it's, I think it's cool. But my question for you is how did the sell job go with the other four guys in the band? Oh, good question. Um, I think they, they're, they're, they're open-minded too. And, you know, I think, it, it might have taken a few of them just a minute to sort of readjust, you know, like mm -hmm. the, sort of the idea of the song. <laughs> you can just say not well, Max. <laughs> <laughs> Ten minute speech, wording it perfectly. <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, but I think, um, you know, it sounds like it will sound like an Arkell song in in like two months. Yes. This is the thing. I think. And then what I try to remember is that there's probably like a lot, a lot of the great artists that have an eclectic catalog, whether it's Billy Joel or David Bowie or Kanye, usually the first time they put out something new, a lot of their audience is like, huh, this mm -hmm. is different. Well, how do you know Bob if I Dylan, like, when he went electric, yeah. you like going electronic, electronic could be a, <laughs> exactly. have the same backlash. <laughs> Ooh, that might be a good TikTok. Mm -hmm. That's kind of interesting. Um, and so I think over time, it'll just be a part of our catalog. And also like, We've covered songs, you know, I Want to Dance with Somebody, Dancing Queen, Land of a Thousand Dances, Dancing in the Dark. Now we have our own song with the word dance. Yeah. In it. And Steve Jobs' philosophy is don't give the audience what they want, give them what they don't even know they want. And you ah, kind of tell them, right. right? That's right. Man, did, you know what? Uh, I heard another Steve Jobs quote the other day. Because uh, some people, sometimes people ask, like, oh, you know, like just about our sort of social media presence. And w why we choose to kind of spend the time we do on whether TikTok or Twitter or Instagram. And I think that Steve Jobs quote, and you sound like, an, again, you sound like an asshole just quoting Steve Jobs because why do you do that? But he said, the best marketing is information. And I think that there's everything we do in our little Arkell's world is like, has some, 
it's interesting on some level mm. if, if you're interested to learn and it's our job to you know inform is uh the audience and hopefully that that'll make them like the the product that much more which is the song or our live show so uh wait what are you yeah, informing think, people on what are you educating people on Oh, I'm just talking about even the the, 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 um, the history of the song. So it's like, okay, l- listen to a lot of French music in the pandemic, wanted to do something in that ah, direction, reached out to Beatrice. She she wrote the French thing. She texted me the lyrics, the struggle of having to record it, Ali and AJ getting on board, being fucking amazing. Um, you know, us knowing that it sounds different, but hopefully it'll be accepted in our catalog in months and years to come. Except like mm-hmm. all that shit, I think is makes the song that much the more backstory makes it go down easier for the audience yeah or or it just makes it that much more interesting mm-hmm. for more people to take it that much more seriously yeah and that's why i bet the best marketing is just giving people information about what the thing is well so. philosophically i mean and you guys do that you share you share process a lot like with with st- different social media things how a song was mm-hmm. created you'll sort of start where it started with a demo mm-hmm. and you sort of reveal pull the curtain back and philosophically, there's like two ways to think about information. And that's like information is power. So you keep it, meaning you don't want to reveal stuff about your process. You want to just put stuff out and let people put their own interpretations on it. Other people feel like uh, if I give people information, they're going to feel a sense of ownership and like a connection to it. Mm-hmm. And that actually gives the whole thing. It gives them power and lifts everything mm-hmm. up. Um but yeah, like, do you ever, do you ever think like, oh, maybe we should be more mysterious or are you like, no, open book is the way we do it. And it's been good for us. Some artists really works to be mysterious. Yeah. Uh, oh, speaking of mysterious artists. Hey guys. listeners, We're in the middle of a podcast. Uh, what are they doing? Greg, there? Uh, Laura's in town for lunch, so Greg's going to just hang out at my house. Uh, Shane, you want to pop over after this pod? You can come hang out. What are we going to do? All right, jump in the pool. Do whatever. Oh, maybe. Okay. It's a hot day. Yeah. <laughs> and also, uh, Laura DeSantis, who just walked in, um, my brother's partner, she wrote that the 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 Tim Biebs, uh campaign, the latest mm-hmm. Tim Beebs spot is on air, and it's killer. She's amazing. So worldwide. Oh, she's giving it's me the peace funny. sign as they're they're going upstairs. They just came through like my office area because Dan is upstairs with the baby. She'll be very surprised when they walk upstairs right now. Anyway, sorry to interrupt the flow, Max. There's value in being more mysterious. Yeah, I think for some artists, it's it's like you you know. I think it's that's an, that's part of the appeal. So you don't know much about them, and <laughs> I don't think I'm capable of pulling that off though. <laughs> you know, no, you like, have I think gift of gab. Yeah, it's a gift. Know, I, I like uh, trying to make a connection with people as opposed to being mysterious, but, but nothing against being mysterious. I think it's when sometimes I envy that when, when artists can just be very like, I don't know much about this person. Like we toured with Lord Huron and people love that band. They're one of the biggest sort of Americana folk rock bands. You don't know much about the guy. And when you see them play live, you know, he says a few things. Uh, The lighting is usually a little bit mysterious, but they play this like mysterious, like, folk music that like feels like it should be out in like the valley mm-hmm. somewhere or like in the mountains. And and that's exactly why you like them. Like, I think if you were to know more about them, it would take it away from it. So what about uh, Coldplay? They have that song yellow. That's very popular. <laughs> and I feel like if people knew the backstory of it, maybe it would take away from the meaning. Cause it's just like, it was all yellow. And you're like, yeah. Oh, this means something to me. And then they have their own weird interpretation of what it means. What, and, do you know what it means? No. Do you? No, I don't See, know. And you're but, uh, a huge Coldplay fan. Mm-hmm. You kind of remind Look me of Chris Martin away, just the way you are and the way he is, the same similar energy. But he yeah, kept s- that song kind of mysterious with the, mm-hmm. the marketing. So people think it's their wedding song or it is their wedding song. 
But it's just talking about a color. It's kind of weird. <laughs> yeah. And that song's huge. So I don't know about your whole marketing theory. Well, I'm saying it works sometimes. Okay. Sometimes I guess anything could work sometimes, though. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't my theory. It was Steve Jobs, man. Yeah, Talk I'm just saying he's it. an idiot. <laughs> you just quoted Steve Jobs five minutes ago. Yeah, I didn't say it was right. <laughs> I was making fun it? of him. I was being sarcastic. Oh. Um, no, I like him. Okay, so guys, <laughs> so when when does the single come out, Maxi? So the song comes out on Thursday. Oh, uh, so which uh, which which leads us into uh, Rally Weekend. I'm really uh, yeah using using. I'm the podcast. excited for Just, this. Okay, so a couple of things. Friday, the Rally Court is being unveiled at Woodlands Park. Barton. I might, and I might pop down to that. Yeah, can you guys come? We might need extra players, but I can't promise you the spot yet. It depends on how many players from Team Canada show up. So if we need extra guys, you're in. If a bunch of celebrities show up, you're hmm. out. I you wonder if that? I'm going to make it on the court. Hmm. Yeah. Is there anything more sad about bringing your basketball shoes to potentially get into this this game? And then it's like, sorry, Andrew Wiggins is going <laughs> to uh, be stepping in Have you seen the Adam Sandler movie Hustle? <laughs> I haven't I watched it yet. There's a scene like that where Adam wants to go to a court to play and all these awesome street ballers are just having this wicked game and he just has to sit out. That's what's going to happen to me. <laughs> which is well, fine. No, I joke, I joke by the way. Listen, like you guys are opening this court in Hamilton, which is this incredible, incredible uh, thing that you're doing. And obviously you're going to have a bunch of sort of celebs within the basketball community uh, at this, this opening. So I just want to see the court. I think it's really cool. Mm-hmm. And this is on the rally day. This is the day you're going to perform. No, no, no. It's Friday. Friday. It's Friday. You perform on Saturday. So- yeah. Okay. We're on a Saturday. Uh, yeah, it's at one o'clock. If you if you listen to this podcast and you're in the Hamilton area on the Friday, you should definitely come. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nick Nurse will be there. Super Whoa. fan Nav. Ron Foxcroft, who's an NBA referee. I think Matt Devlin's going to be there. He might be calling the game. Jesus. Um, and um, yeah, it's been fun. It's um, we. I realized that in downtown Hamilton, and I could be wrong, so you can correct me, but I've never seen a basketball court with a glass backboard. No. And so that's nothing is better than that. Yeah, nothing. If you play basketball, you know, nothing is better than playing on a professional grade uh, court with a glass backboard. So I was like, oh, what if we try? And, you know, when we're in L.A. or New York or wherever, there's lots of outdoor courts with glass backboards. And the Clippers in L.A. have sort of refurbished all the courts there and they have their branding over it as partly a marketing exercise, partly a community give back. I was like, oh, what if we tried to do that? So we rounded out, uh, rounded up some friends that got lots of money. <laughs> Nick Nurse, Ron Foxcroft, Canada Basketball, super fan. Uh, and and they helped make it happen. Then we started working on the court design and the, the location uh, and all the other pesky details with the city of Hamilton. And we identified Woodlands Park as a place that could use some love. And um, yeah, so, so we've been getting updates the last like, you know, months of, of all the, the resurfacing, the bleachers that are getting brought in the glass backboards themselves. So it should be cool. Like I'm very, very excited about it. How much Arkell's branding is on the court. Uh, it's going to be called the rally court. So it's uh-huh. not going to say Arkell's on it, but it'll say the rally court. And, th- and there's going to be a sign like some sort of like kind of placard somewhere nearby that's saying like, this is sort of brought to you by Arkell's in the city of Hamilton. Thanks to the generous contributions mm-hmm. of, uh, yeah, so of, of all the partners. Didn't I come up with the rally? Didn't I name the rally like five years ago? Did you? In that brainstorm? It was me, it was me, you, Crothers, and Shane after we recorded a pod. And I'm pretty sure I came up with Ooh, it. I'm 100% positive Mike came up with it. Yeah. So, Damn. So in some ways, I feel like I'm contributing. I'm giving back to Hamilton. Ash, Ash just said he did. Ash just texted me. Well, so I, I just go, said he did first. Well, why is she <laughs> trumping me? <laughs> pretty good but, at but, keeping track of the old who's got what. 
<laughs> who's got you're a big curb your enthusiasm fan max so i was wondering if you would be tempted know, at all even to pay tribute to it as a joke to say anonymous even though knowing i i i, yeah. I thought about that and if you don't know this reference dear listeners uh Larry goes to the opening of a hospital uh, wing that he's given money to, and it's called the Larry David wing. But then there's another wing that's also opening that day that Ted Danson has donated the money to, but he's insisted on calling it anonymous, but everybody at the party knows it's him. So he's still getting the credit for just being a good guy. And everybody looks at Larry like, yeah, more credit, more credit. Uh, Yeah, no, we didn't want to call it the Arkells court. That sounds kind of lame, but the rally court Mm -hmm. kind of the the, the spirit of of the weekend of the rally is supposed to be very kind of community driven thing. And what about the Mike Veerman Center? (laughs) (laughs) Mike die. (laughs) (laughs) We'll see if I'm playing that game with uh, actual Canada basketball players. I could collapse. Um, That's right. That's right. So so what time what time is this thing happening on Friday? So one o'clock. It'll be short. It'll be like one to two thirty or one to three. So so if you're if you're down there for just before one, I'll, I'll we'll let you know if, if we need to bring your sneakers. But either way, it's gonna be awesome. There's gonna be uh, lots of uh, <laughs> what, what? well, just the biggest like offer leading to a brag. It's like yeah, come over and jam, man. Maybe Paul McCartney showing up. The Killers might roll by, but yeah. bring your drum kit. We might have you uh, slam out a few songs. You know, it's like obviously we're not getting on the court. Yeah. <laughs> no, we'll see. Okay. we'll see. We'll see. It's okay. We'll see. It's we'll okay. See. Shaney, I'll, I'll, do you want to go? I'll come and watch. Yeah. 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 If I can get in, but yeah. Might be signing autographs. Um, yeah. I hear the, the Shaney acts okay, are well, this loose. This is what I want to talk to you. This is, this is what we got to yeah. wrap up with. So speaking of the rally, there is the rally court, the rally market. The best mm-hmm. hang will be at the rally market Saturday, starting, I believe at 1130 till four. Um, and it's it's an artist market. It's free to the public. It's outside of Tim Hortons Field in the concourse on Cannon Street there. And I, I will not be able to... I'll be there a little bit because I have to do the community bike ride. There's a bunch of stuff going on that day. But you two will be there. I understand Shaniacs will be... Uh, They're uniting. uniting. Yes. They're uniting. It's like a uh, convention. What, 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 what feedback wow. have you gotten so far? Just people are... Uh, like, I was very flattered when I looked at the Arkells post... And Shaniacs were in there. They were like, oh, all the Shaniacs are going to unite and all this. And because I was getting tagged in it. So I was flattered. We need to make a post about it. We can obviously share the ad map, but Mm -hmm. uh, can we, can we do like a little uh, something from YouTube on for Instagram and stuff to be like, Hey, come hang with us that day. For sure. I like to be kind of mysterious myself. Oh yeah. 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 Forget, forget that. Whatever. (laughs) Mike can do it. I'm more like the Chris Martin. He's more like the Max. Yeah. Uh, No, we'll do whatever. I I think it's going to be with the yellow song, you know? (laughs) Yeah, it's going to be fun. I think, uh, uh, yo, are Lou and Alex and Betty coming? I think Winona wants to sell some sweaters, man. She wants to come hang out for a bit. Alex is real excited to be there. She's hoping she kind of gets recognized (laughs) because she's adjacent to me. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So she's like, oh, can I show up? I was like, ah, you know, I'll be, probably be busy, you know, signing autographs and stuff. So she's like, well, Danica is going to be there. So because Danica is going to be there now, Alex is going to be there with Lou and Betty. So yes. Is yes. that plan? Danica is going to hang out all day? I don't know about all day. I just know Winona really wants to like sell some merch, mm-hmm. you know? So she's excited. She keeps asking about the rally market and uh, who knows if she'll last an hour or the whole time, but they'll, they'll be there at some point. See, the reason I don't want them there is because I've hyped it up to Alex. Cause I screen grabbed all the people saying Shady X was like, <laughs> look at how much the people want me, but then you show up and it's always underwhelming there. You, you get like two people, right? But in your mind, it can be huge. So I want to impress her, but I don't want her to show up. Yeah. It's like with yeah. when Randall, I didn't invite him to the stand up set. Cause I, I didn't want to be humiliated. 
Yes. Yes. It's like that. That's the reason I don't want her there. But if it goes really well, I'll be glad she was there. It'll go great. Mm -hmm. It'll go great. Shaniacs are uniting. People are excited. Max, you were going to say something. Yeah. Is it, um, I obviously can't be there for too long, but, um, is it fun to record anything live on, on the air? Maybe, maybe if people come back, people come by, we can give them their, you know, the mic and let them share their favorite thoughts about the, about the podcast. Is that annoying or is that fun? No, it's fun. It can be like, um, this American life style episode. Yes. Yeah. So it's like, okay, so let's, let's, we might uh, kill this idea, but for now, uh, if you're coming uh, to the rally market to hang out with the best hang, I want you to think about your favorite moments from the pod or what you like about the pod. And, and we can give you the microphone and you can talk about why the pod is special to you. And we'd love to hear it because we don't get a chance to, this is usually a one way conversation. It's the three of us talking to the air, but we don't know exactly how you feel about the pod and and why it's important to you. So um, be ready with a story. If you're listening to this podcast right now, be ready to say something if you come by the Best Hang Pod at the Rally Market. Market's going to be awesome. We can't wait to see you guys. And Shane, we're both going to the show. So if you don't see us at the market and you're a listener of the Best Hang and you see us somewhere on the floor, you know, I think we've got floor tickets or yeah, whatever. Yeah, you're on the floor. Yeah. Come say what's up because, you know, we love to hear from anyone that listens to the, to the, to the podcast. All right. Well, I think that's a good place to wrap it up. This has been... Uh you know, uh, Arkell's heavy. They all are. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I told my, I, my brother who you guys heard early in the episode come into the thing. I was like, Oh, I'm actually recording a podcast when you're coming by, but just, just come in. I'm like, it might not be a very long one. We're just, we're going to talk about the rally. Arkell's got a new single. Uh, you know, Max just got back from F1. Greg's like that show's always been an Arkell's propaganda piece. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was trying to say. Propaganda. It is a bit of a propaganda piece. Yeah, yeah. Well, good times. Uh, always fun. Thanks so much. That's it. That's all. That's our episode. Contact production and editing by Nathan Nash. Guys, this has been a great hang. Maybe the best. catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer let's wake up those taste buds with hot juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi mm. hello fresh stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at hellofresh.com let's get this dinner party started even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. 
Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.